Welcome to The Project, the podcast that elevates human consciousness, bringing you the most impactful and effective coaches in the industry to discuss how you can transform yourself to thrive in life. cannabis did for me is it acted like an antidepressant in the way that it gave me realizations about the nature of the mind. Welcome to The Project, the podcast designed to elevate human consciousness. Today's guest does just that. He's able to take these complex ideas and put them into such a simple, understandable, poetic way of expression. I became an instant fan when I came across his social media profiles. And his story is awe-inspiring. Being autistic, he dealt with a lot of abuse and started seeing a therapist at the tender age of five years old after his parents split. Unfortunately, this would mark just the beginning of this young man's life turmoil with mental health. Dealing with depression, anxiety, having suicidal thoughts, having rage, as well as going into psychosis. Life was already rough. Socially, it was another challenge. He couldn't really find people to connect with or make real friends. At the age of 20, he gets suspended from a job because he cannot seem to pull himself out of his mental health issue. At this moment, he decides to quit that job and take a chance on himself. Typically, people think that these ideas that we have while we're, you know, under the influence are, you know, just stereotypical, like stoner, like the universe man, things like that. But I actually paid attention to these crazy ideas and I started to use these ideas uh, to develop my state of awareness when I was not on the substance. So I kind of went with that and luckily I was able to protect my beliefs. And then these insights affected other people. I was starting to say things that came from these realizations that allowed me to be more radiant, allowed me to be more personable, allowed me to have these insights that are just crazy that nobody would ever really go with. But uh, it started to affect other people. Kenton, I have, a, I have a question. Is this what you're most passionate about right now? Is this like <clears throat> your life, what, what everything stems around? A thousand percent, yeah. I uh, As it started to affect people, I started to feel like, oh, this is what I want to do. Finally, I found the thing. And it ended up being, you know, spiritual thought leader, teacher, content creator, which is something you never would, you know, know to tell a kid that that's what mm-hmm. they're good at, you know. When it, when it started, I was doing yoga and meditation for like nine to 12 hours a day because oh, wow. when you start to really awaken your body has to move to open up the nervous system of the meridians and i just became obsessed with that so literally i I couldn't choose any other career path like this is what i want to do i want to continue to refine my message and put that out on online whatnot so yeah 100 so i actually love that that you said that you started to move why do you think that movements if you can explain a little bit more because as you know rancis and i we we dive deep into movement why do you think that or why do you believe that movement actually awakens the mind well i I essentially think it purifies the mind i think uh you know essentially we are the nervous system right so or or the brain and all of our emotional trauma is locked within scar tissue system so when we move we allow you know chemicals to flow through us more uh, properly we we get back to homeostasis and then even increase uh, the amount that floods in us, therefore increasing you know, 
states of bliss and states of you know high mental awareness because you know this is our vessel that we're experiencing this planet with so you know naturally uh, you know maintaining it will provide insane benefits so and there's a lot of spiritual you know stuff behind it as well what, what with the uh, you know the extra dimensional part of our consciousness and whatnot so it's something that we're constantly exploring right we've looked into that idea of of what movement does in combination with this like our exploration of the movement our exploration of of mindset of consciousness um all of this we know like you mentioned like there's there's a higher wisdom within ourselves right that tells us that this is a key component so moses and i have spent many hours discussing exploring researching the, the concept of this because we know this to be true we know how movement how expression through your body directly connects it really sets up the satellite to receive um and we've looked into it from from the scientific side of what the brain is doing and how when you physically move your body it stimulates your brain in a higher level it stimulates you know bdnf uh, brain derived neurotrophic factor in which you start stimulating more growth more more stimulation of the neurons and with that now opens up your avenue to learn more to to expand yourself but also to become more self-aware and so we love seeing kind of that message from different perspective right from like you mentioned you just mentioned like we haven't talked about this at all but your connection with movement how how movement is is so fundamental captain you mentioned uh how uh cannabis was one of the kind of entries for you to start kind of awakening mm-hmm. but on the same note the flip side of it that I think the way I don't remember exactly how you mentioned it but what I got was that too much of it tends to detract you yeah. from action. Could you tell me a little bit about that? So a uh, side note, I've never smoked. I've never been high or anything. So I'm completely in the the novice naive mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Just from ex- uh, experience from other people. Uh I think Moses has experienced a little bit, um but I would love to hear your input here. Okay. So essentially it's messing with your chemistry. Essentially the, you know, the cannabinoid system, I don't know too much about it, but it has to do with mood and motivation. Uh definitely dopamine. Dopamine is the satis- satisfaction chemical. It's why we want to do things, why we go forward. So when you intake cannabis or THC, it essentially dumps all your dopamine at once to give you this experience of el- elation and it essentially overloads your energy system overloads your mind so that you make rapid connections those are the ideas so it it demotivates you because you're dumping all your dopamine every single time you do it and eventually your body can't recover fast enough for you to feel motivated to do anything got you this this concept makes me think of um one book uh, rethinking positive thinking in which uh, we talk about a lot in terms of the whoop method uh which is wish uh outcome uh obstacle and plan is the way we kind of create real goals in terms of accomplishment but one thing that the book talks about is is basically that in the sense that when we are uh thinking positively when we're thinking that uh about a goal and we're imagining that we completed it that kind of 
removes the energy to take action because we've already received the dopamine of accomplishing said action. So therefore that energy that would have pushed us to do it becomes moot because we feel like we already accomplished it accomplished it so instead is to also imagine what the book talks about is also imagine that's why obstacles and plan is also imagine all the things holding you back and so therefore you're able to imagine the outcome but then you see all the obstacles by doing that you're thinking to yourself okay or you're feeling to yourself really i should say is okay i still haven't accomplished it you kind of cut that dopamine fix in half and use it as more of a fuel instead of of the end goal of achieving whatever you want to achieve mm. so that's very interesting you mentioned that cannabis kind of puts you in that same realm of positive thinking mm. i accomplished it kind of because you imagined it so vividly which you know goes to to the idea of how powerful our minds are so uh captain i have a question for you uh because we 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 know a few people um, that also use cannabis, but use it heavily. And it's almost at a point where they have a dependency towards it because they feel they cannot get into this state of mind without it, right? They feel that, you know, to, to like you mentioned, kind of clear your, your, your mind and, and get that dopamine. Like the only way to do that is cannabis did you experience anything like that because i mean you had the awareness to realize that but tell me about that yeah i did struggle with uh dependency and i think anybody who uses it for spiritual revelation for forward movement or creative ideas will always almost always want to use it for that purpose and that's okay i think you know the shamans of our time would use it to go into that state and then bring back that knowledge i think there's an immense use to this especially in our society right now, like we definitely need the techniques that I'm actually developing uh, to spread that message of how to use it. But I think that, uh, you know, the dependency comes from you're, you're using it so much for the creative ideas and spiritual revelations, but not putting it into practice enough because w what you want to do is you want to set your life up so that you have a work to do every single day to get that dopamine and satisfaction naturally. Otherwise, if you're not doing anything, if you're just, you know, using the substance to have a good day, then you're going to program yourself to only be able to have fun while you're on it. But this, you can reverse this, but you almost need to use cannabis still to do that, but just an extreme reduction and try to, you know, go as many days in between without using it so that your body can start to understand how to live a sober life and develop the craft that essentially it's trying to give you. You know, it's connecting things that you, it's connecting ideas that you already have in the subconscious, but forcing it into your mind like a dream would. And uh, if you don't act on those, you can't build new structures, essentially. Mo, you yeah. were going to say something? Well, I, I wanted to know, um, did you go, did you start uh, using cannabis with the intention to get out of depression? Or was it just something that you fell into because you were depressed? Well, okay, so a, a co-worker mentioned it, that he was, like, he thought I was already a stoner, so to speak. He was a stoner. I, I've never been a stoner. It's just always been a tool for me. But, you know, he mentioned it at work, and I thought, oh, that might be cool to try because I'm, I'm just down to try it, you know. And, uh, you know, 
that was it. It was just, I was down to try it. We got in his car, sparked up, and then my reality changed. I started to see things differently. And almost immediately I, I was like, wait, this is what people are experiencing? Like, this is what being high is? Because all I was getting was realizations and everything became brighter and like one picture, you know? And I didn't know at that time that that was enlightenment or awakening or realizations. I just thought it was being high, <laughs> so. Because uh, when I when I went into so I went to Jamaica and you know the Rasta right Rasta they smoke a lot of weed right yeah um, so I went to one of their villages uh, where they they talked about weed and they the Rasta religion the Rasta people they're like vegetarians very about the earth right they're very philosophical uh, and thoughtful and the one thing they talked about when they spoke spoke about cannabis was that in order to smoke cannabis. You have to be, the intention behind cannabis, uh, behind smoking has to be in the right place and your mindset actually has to be in the right place. Um, so when I started, I, there was a period that I smoked a lot, but I smoked a lot because I was super anxious. Um, one of them had to be, I was with, uh, it was more in the performance of sexual anxiety, right? So in order to have sex with the girl that I was with at the time, I would smoke weed to overcome that sexual anxiety, but I knew that it was something I was using to not face the external uh, force that was causing me pain, that was causing me the, the anxiety. Uh, so my question to you is, how do you, how do we tell somebody that cannabis can be used with the purpose of healing, right? Instead of avoiding mm -hmm. a certain problem or difficulty in their life? education i think you know is the main thing like you know the rastas taught you or you know they t they teach people how to use it i think it's just making that clear you know just like therapy would illuminate certain things about you know somebody's mind so that they can apply tools to make changes i think it's just and they have to believe it too they have to believe that the substance would heal them so i think it's just a matter of education really, as simply as, as that education and expectations that's right yeah similar to how uh we do nutrition right it's building that that awareness first you know the way we teach nutrition basically the way we teach everything at the project starts off with building awareness right being aware of your mindset in this topic in this subject so when it comes to movement um it's not about just doing the exercise. It's about being aware and building that awareness of all the details that are happening. And when you start doing that, you start realizing all the information that's in there. When it comes to nutrition, same idea, building awareness and exploring your emotional attachments, your, your, your habits, all of these things and how they're tied into this foundation. And all this stuff is down here really deep when you're trying to focus up on the really top shallowest part and trying to make a change up here. But it's about becoming aware of all of these kind of fundamental things about self and then be able to make a change from there. So it's like what Moses was saying, like if you're just trying to use it to correct this shallow aspect of avoidance here at the top, you're never going to get to the root 
Evan, do you great. still do you still find yourself struggling with some of the old uh, thinking or the ways of thinking that you you had previously when you had the depression issues and and all that stuff? Oh yeah, I, I would say um, you know anxiety probably will still will always be there, but mm -hmm. that's just because I think it's right now it's because I'm young and I haven't really built my entire business yet. And it's still early into the process of like, oh my God, I'm this young kid and oh, I struggle with who the hell do I think I am or who the hell are people expecting me to be. And like, I, I struggle with like too much humility and that might sound arrogant, but like I don't understand how I'm able to do what I'm doing and it really messes with my head and no substance will ever make that go away because I haven't had enough real life experience to kind of solidify myself and my essentially I call it like my manhood like I'm coming I'm coming into being a man and that's you know following the career developing that so I think it'll be lesser uh, as for depression never really gets me anymore because I realize I, I continually remind myself how it's a privilege to be who I am privileged to be in this position and to have gotten out of such a dark time for the majority of my life and starting to tell myself that I deserve you know essentially this because of you know the pain not. Uh, I love yeah. that. I'm asking because, you know, we go through social media and we see a bunch of coaches, mindset coaches and spiritual, spiritual people. And they're always talking about one thing that like just kind of hit my head, like the couple days it's been running through my head. Like all these coaches are telling us or telling the community what we should do, right? Should do this, three things to do this, four things to do this, right? And I'm thinking, like, trying to empathize with the person who may be at a low, very low state, trying to build something, just trying to get out of depression, right? And when they look at that content, right, it's like, yeah, how do I do this? But they're not, I don't know if they understand, like, maybe they're looking at the coach and they're saying, this guy's got their life together. This guy really understands it. But I don't know if they see, like, the struggle behind the the work that the coach had to do to get to where you are so like viewing your struggle viewing all the obstacles you had to overcome in order to develop the mindset that you have right now to not allow depression to take over your life uh, life not allowing anxiety to take over your life um so those were just my thoughts on then that's why i asked the question was because i want people to understand that coaches are human beings too Right. And that just because they're putting out content that's helpful on social media doesn't necessarily mean that they don't struggle as well. No, that's right. I think um, one element that you brought up, Mo, is how, you know, do these three things and so on and so forth. Um, it's it, it ties into what Campton was saying, like that imposter syndrome. Right. Um, in which we're trying to deliver something that we're learning right and i think that's that's the the key foundation here is that anyone who's presenting information is is only relevant and they're only bringing it up because they are in the process of learning it right and by being in the process of learning it what i mean is that we never learn something and that's it we don't have to revisit it it's the constant kind of relearning and learning and reminding ourselves of those things. So for, for me, um, coaching has always been, uh, 
a, a way of my personal growth, right? It's always like using the example of someone's life and coaching them through it. And really what I'm honestly doing is coaching myself through it. I'm through me that this, this knowledge that we talked about is coming through me to talk to, to this person. And with that, I'm the ego me is the passenger of this and is listening and taking notes and realizing how to apply to myself, my own life. So it's kind of like this, this, uh, uh, this meta thing in which you're, 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 you're just a passenger to it. You know, that, that kind of we talk about the state of flow and the state of, of, of being in this like hyper aware state. And for me, coaching has been that for so long in terms of it presents things that I don't even think of myself. Like if I'm sitting here with myself, I won't even think of it, but coaching allows me to kind of tap into that. The other thing I think about when I think about social media um, and coaches is that there is not just one way. Like for example, Campton, like you started to develop your way of uh, enlightenment and consciousness uh, through cannabis, right? Um, I smoked weed when I was, uh, you know, 23, 24, and I smoked weed for two or three years every single day. And I had no enlightenment, you know? <laughs> like, I was the complete opposite. I was probably less enlightened than ever in my life. So it just shows that there's so many different ways and avenues of trying to get to this whatever people call success or happy in their life, whatever that's considered. Um, and I think that coaches, I, I would love to see the community of coaches and the community of people who are spiritual speak more about not just one method, but the many methods that are out there that even I as, co I as a coach don't use. You know, uh, when I speak about some of the things that I do, it's not necessarily what Rancis does. Uh, and that, I think that's what makes Vita Project so unique is that there are many different coaches and coaching methods here that can be uh, applicable to anybody's life. Okay, so we usually, we usually wrap things up with a few questions. Um, so one of them is, what are you trying to achieve? So what's like your, your mission right now? Well, my core mission is to just continue uh, you know, growing my platform and my ability to, you know, wield the word and help people understand people and whatnot. So just full focus into into that, I guess, and achieve, I guess, achievement-wise, uh, that would be it. You know, to raise consciousness, to feel like I'm still having breakthroughs, to f still feel like I'm moving forward, that, it, that I haven't plateaued and whatnot. Just keeping an eye on that. I love that. And then, how do people apply the information that? you give and you know over here in this podcast and in your social media accounts um, and i'm sure you have your own podcast uh how do people take that information and start to apply it in their lives well to be honest like right now the way that i think about it is i hope that it just inspires somebody i hope that the, just the way that i formulate it it you know adds a lot to it uh, to inspire somebody to do their own invest investigation to find their own medium to do it because i'm not claiming that i have the method i just mm -hmm. want somebody to realize that there are methods that you can develop your own and that it's going to be a path it's not just a sudden realization you're good 
it's going to be uh, you know, embarking on a journey. So my, I hope that somebody would apply my uh, wisdom or whatever to just begin their path. Awesome. And finally, how can people connect with you? Right now, I, I like using uh, Instagram voice messages because, you know, it's just, it's an amazing uh, platform. I feel like there's a lot more that you get out of than just a text. So, you know, if people want to really connect with me, they can just DM me on Instagram and I'll reply with voice messages, whatever the question they have. I get back to people as quick as I can. Uh, Discord as well. I'm actually going to start a Discord classroom and live show podcast that I'm going to spit to YouTube. And I'll be able to do that all day. So if somebody wants to connect with me, they can go to the live show or just, you know, find me on TikTok, wherever. Okay. What's, uh, what's your you handle? Yeah. My handle, uh, I think it's at Camptonian on TikTok and at Camptonian underscore on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Campton, thank you so much for taking some time out and, and coming on to the Project Podcast. Truly appreciate your insight and wisdom at such a young age. Dude, uh, that humbles me. I'm humbled to be here. I, I sincerely appreciate that we got together to do this. Uh, just, it really means a lot to me. Thanks for having me on. I hope this is not the last that we can uh, start building and doing things together. Because uh, I, think, I think there's some fire here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I agree. Some heat, yeah. <laughs>